Today I'll be giving my predictions on the second round of the NBA playoffs. Um, previously did a recap on <clears throat> the first round and my predictions on the first round, um, which I was <clears throat> okay. I wouldn't say I did very well. I mean, I did okay. You know how it goes. You can't really get them all right. But I did my best and I thought it went okay. Um, so I'm going to start with the... Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. Um, the Phoenix Suns kind of had a shaky first round. Um, they lost Devin Booker pretty early, but they got him back towards the end of the last round, so they'll have him and Chris Paul. Um, the Dallas Mavericks got out of the first round for the first time since 2011 when Dirk Nowitzki won their championship with them. Um, so that was, I mean, that's a big accomplishment in itself. Um, I don't know if I expect very much more from them. I mean, they have Luka Doncic, who's one of the best players in the world right now. And a pretty decent, um, supporting cast with, uh, like Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorf, um, Finney-Smith. So they, they, they could make some noise. I'll go four, four, two. I'll do this a six game series. I don't think this one will go seven. Um, Dallas Mavericks are pretty good, but the Suns, when they play the way that they're supposed to, they are the best team in basketball. So I'll give it to the Suns 4-6, I think it'll, or 4-2, six-game series. I think it'll be a fun series to watch. Um, I think the Mavericks will definitely put up a fight, but I don't think they'll be able to overpower the Suns unless something crazy happens or I don't even know. Um, so next I'll talk about the Miami Heat and... The Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Joel Embiid went down early in the first round. Or not early in the first round, sorry. Last game of the first round. Um, He is their main superstar. Um, He is pretty much the only one that made them a title contender. James Harden's obviously an all-star level player, but he wasn't making them a title contender. Um, Joel Embiid is probably the most dominant player in the NBA right now. So that's a major loss. Um, he might be back for this series. He's out indefinitely right now. So they don't know if that's going to be a factor. I'm going to go with Joel Embiid not coming back for this round. And so that I'll give the Heat 4-1. Um, James Harden can probably put it together and get them to one win. But other than that, I think the Heat will overwhelm them with their defense and not very many scoring options without Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid just kind of opens everything up for him because you have to be so worried about him. Um, And the Miami Heat played really well the first round. Um, They pretty much played well most of the entire year. Um, Obviously, they've had some dry spells just like any other team has. But um, I would give this, I'll definitely give this one to the Miami Heat 4 1. Um, if Joel Embiid's there, different story, but I don't exactly think he will be. So I'll give it 4 1, Miami Heat. <laughs> um, on the other side is the Grizzlies and the Warriors, which is the 3 2 matchup on that side. Um, this one, I'm going to, I feel really confident the Warriors will win this game. This series, 4-1. Um, the Grizzlies kind of showed their age. Super young team, super inexperienced. A lot of mistakes in the first round, um, barely getting out against a seven seed. Um, they are the two seed, but, you know, regular season and playoffs are very different. And the Warriors are one of the best playoff teams 
probably ever. Um, they're definitely the most experienced playoff team currently. Um, they've won three championships together. Um, they have a lot of um, really, really good vets, um, superstar vets um, as their best players, and then some amazing young players in Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. And uh, they've got great vets in Draymond Green and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala, who all have uh, major um, championship experience, which is a huge thing, especially in this time. They know how to win. They know how to win playoff games, whereas the Grizzlies don't really know how to. Last series, they kind of... The Timberwolves beat themselves. The Grizzlies did win those games, yes, but the Timberwolves really let them back into that game. If the Timberwolves hadn't made the mistakes that they were making, um, the Grizzlies never would have got back into those series. So I will give this one to the Warriors no problem. Um, 4-1 for sure. Um, John Morant's a great young star, and I think they'll win a championship together. They've got a great core with him and Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks, but... Um, I just don't think they have it right now. I don't think they have what they need, and I just think the Warriors are much more, are much better equipped team for what's what the task at hand is right now. And I would put the Warriors probably as the favorite to win the championship in my eyes. And a lot of people don't see that, but they can really turn it on um, once playoff time comes around. And I think they have been, and they're going to continue to do that. And whoever finds them in the Western Conference Final is really going to have a struggle. And finally, on the other side, we will talk about the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, which I think is the most exciting series. Um, this one is the only one that I'm going to say is going to go to seven. Um, both teams are super electric, red hot, um, championship contenders. Um, I could easily see them both winning. Um, the Boston Celtics made easy work of the Brooklyn Nets in the last round, which had superstar talent like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, which is no easy task. Um have great stars in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and their defensive player of the year, um, Marcus Smart. Um, awesome vet, savvy center, defensive-minded, super intelligent center in Al Horford. And then on the other side, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, who is the arguably the best player in the world right now. Um, he didn't win MVP, but he has he has two back or has back-to-back MVPs um, two years prior to this. Um, kind of voter fatigue. So he could, I mean, he, he was an MVP finalist this year. He's won Defensive Player of the Year once. I don't remember if it was once or if he was like runner up, but I'm pretty sure he's won it at least once. Um, great second fiddle in um, Chris Middleton. Um, really knows how to play his role. Um, amazing, amazing, efficient scorer, good defender. Um, the best defending point guard in the league in Drew Holiday, great scorer too. Um, and then Brooke Lopez, who is an awesome vet and an amazing role player who really knows how to play his role. So this one's kind of a tough one to pick. I'll go Bucks in seven. Um, they're the returning champions. They know how to win. They know how to win a championship. They've been here before, and they want to repeat. They want to do it again. Um, they're hungry. Giannis is always hungry. He never gets complacent. Um, I mean, the Celtics are hungry too. This one is really a coin flip. It could go either way, but I will give my nod to the Celtics. Or, uh, sorry, the Bucks. Um, thank you for tuning in and come back next time.